This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Grim Cuddy. Something something Hulu movie something something. Horse tip here with your horse tip for the horse tip. If you ever go to a Cannibal Corpse concert and you have even minimal regard for your own personal well-being, do not get in the fucking pit. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I do have that minimal regard for my own well-being. I didn't get in the pit. I'm Horse Lanta. And I'm Troy. Oh, oh Chris doesn't like that. that. <laughs> oh, Chris don't like it. Yeah, it turns out ASMR has a real bad thing that happens in my brain when it happens. It gives other men boners, I'm told by Chris. <laughs> it gives Chris a rage boner. <laughs> no. Okay. It, what's the, uh, it gives you whatever the opposite of that is. I mean, uh, a, a rage placid? Yeah. My penis is so <laughs> soft. <laughs> and I'm very angry about it. Oh, I'm so mad, not erect. <laughs> My penis is too soft on man. Hmm. So, welcome, female listeners and non-penis havers. I'm sure you're enjoying this bit a lot. Sorry, Sadie. <laughs> and, I don't know, maybe Tobin's. Who knows? Ah, yes. To clarify. Oh, that mystery was solved. That mystery oh, yeah? was solved. Who is Tobin's? Well, that's Is Bidem's that your... Nah, man! That's Bitems' wife. Ah, well, hello, Bitems' wife. Wife of Bitems. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Chris's dog had signed up for uh, had signed up for Discord. Oh, that's either Toby or that suck ass dog that he has that barks at me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just thought Toby would be making a joke about his paws and call himself Tobeans. Get it? Because the dog's name is Toby. Do you get it? Yeah. Chris's dog is funnier than he is. Everybody. Toby's fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's been on the podcast before. He knocked down the bookshelf one time. That's true. <laughs> yep. Looks a lot like Hot Horse Lanta. Loud as fucking obnoxious. Yeah. I, yeah. I regret every day I'm around him. Always barking at you. Yeah. I am always barking at you. Shitting in my floor for no good reason. <laughs> no, I have a good reason. It's because I like to shit in the floor. <laughs> Just spilling beer all everywhere. Okay. Well, in fairness, I don't know it was that, in I don't, a very I don't specific think, place. Yeah, my crotch. <laughs> I still I mean, have a beer on myself, you know? At, at least Toby hasn't drank your beer, Chris. I would. I just want to say for the record, <laughs> that's the saddest I have sounded <laughs> in years of this podcast was when I realized <laughs> that he drank my beer. <laughs> I put up with a lot of shit from you assholes. Mm. And that's the saddest I've ever sounded. You put up a lot of shit with us on that single episode, which is no, which is pass through, listeners. If you haven't heard that one, it is. It is an experience. It, it was an experience. Is it the best or the worst? I don't know exactly. Or both? Who knows? Um, but enough of pass through and Neil Breen, Chris. Tell us how uh, this movie 
Uh, as suggested to us by Bitems. Sir uh, Bitems. Sean devoted, Barbonia. Devoted husband of Toe Beans. Tell us how about this, the movie, Chris. How does this movie start? Tell us about the movie, Chris. Well, it starts with Grim Cuddy. N- yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Small child. Who climbs up onto a counter... And opens up the cupboards and reaches onto the top shelf where they just have a fucking Tupperware full of chef knives. Hell yeah. Yeah, what I learned about the world this movie takes place in is There's everybody... a chef's knife like every three feet in your kitchen. Yeah, everybody has 27 chef knives strewed throughout their house. I mean, you may need to chop a vegetable at any second. You never know. You could be sleeping, you could be pooping. You need to chop a vegetable. Yeah. I need to dice these carrots immediately. (laughs) Uh, It's a a sous chef's either worst nightmare or utopia. I'm not sure which. Best nightmare. Um, (laughs) I always used to say, Uh people would say, I'm living the dream. I would say, I'm surviving the nightmare. But then they would point out that nightmares are dreams too. So is this like the mise en place universe? Is that what we should call this? What? Measleplos. Measleplos. It's the hell is that? You're making up oh. words. It's French for everything in its <laughs> place. It's you did the thing that I normally do. It's like it's when you fucking prepare everything ahead of time to cook a meal in a restaurant. Like you got like every, everything diced and chopped and ready to go. You just you just throw it in when it's time. So kitchen prep. Yes, but the French term for it is mise en place. Yeah, you're hitting me with the made-up words again. <laughs> All words are made up. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was I, just taking a second just, to appreciate that we're all being antagonistic towards someone else right now. I've just watched too much Top Chef, apparently. <laughs> Let's antagonize Troy this episode. <sighs> just for one episode. I need more alcohol. Is that okay? Can I antagonize you, Troy? You sure. can't ask to antagonize a person, <laughs> says the you guy who's antagonized constantly. You shut your stupid fucking sewer, you shit ass. <laughs> I will bury you. I can count on one hand how many times I've gotten asked before I'll never ask you shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. This is you antagonizing me. <laughs> okay. okay. Your shit so, ass. yes. So it's the kitchen prep universe, then. Yeah, thanks. Okay. And, this uh, kitchen pre- the kitchen prep cinematic universe. <laughs> Does it got Thanos? No. Oh. It's got Grim Cuddy. Ah! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so the kid reaches into the Tupperware full of chef knives and re- withdraws one of them without cutting himself somehow. Yeah, even though he's blindly smacking it. Hang yeah. first. <laughs> and uh, this is true. he fights the Grim Cuddy. And I guess we should say Grim Cuddy is uh, a, a boy. Is Grim Cuddy a decision? Grim Cuddy is like if uh, the, the Bray Wyatt's fiend was. Bray Wyatt, se- you're making up words again. Had sex with the Slender Man and then got run through the lights out filter. Yeah. I would describe him as the Kirkland's best uh, Ryuk from Death Note. 
Maybe Christian knows what I'm talking about. That's the only person I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. he was a thing with a face that did some stuff. Mr. Green probably does too. But so, Hot Lanta, right. Hot Horse Lanta. What, horse what's Lanta. your what's your description of Grim Cuddy? He was a thing with a face that did some stuff. Like Jack Jack Skellington had sex with Elon Musk. Y- yeah, because Elon Musk has that weird shaped torso. He's got a weird shaped everything. Yeah, everything. It's a corkscrew, folks. Even his peen. Yeah. He's like a duck. Yep. He doesn't chew, he just swallows? Now, ducks got weird dicks. Oh. Yeah. Why do you know so much about duck dicks? A woohoo. <laughs> duck dicks. <laughs> woohoo. Everybody <laughs> look at fucking duck dicks. A woo-woo. I was just waiting for you to call it duck dick princess, but I'm glad... You went with DuckTales instead. Welcome to Duck Dick Princess. There you go. Duck Dick Dynasty. <laughs> you ever watch those short videos on Dick Duck? No. Me neither. I don't TikTok. A lot of people do, but I do not. Chris is making a TikTok right now. Yeah. Look he's, at him TikTok. He's doing a dance challenge, folks. He's he's wolfing down <laughs> Tide Pods like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, any other sort of 2018 hot memes you want to put out there? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! So he fights uh, Jack Skellington, Elon Musk, Bray Wyatt, Lights Out, Slender Man, uh, Death Note. Yeah, which certainly not how I'm referring to it later. <laughs> Just say brim slutty like we've been doing while we watched the movie. Sorry, I've got the DuckTales song in my head now. <laughs> uh. Woo woo. <laughs> yeah, and the kid, uh, I don't know, something happens. I don't Dick fucking duck. remember. Well, he ends up hiding in behind the door and to a room, and you find out that it's his mother's room, and he's holding the knife. And Grim Cuddy's coming for him, but he turns and he just stabs his mom in the gut. Gutty yeah. works. The gutty works. His mom has been looking up like uh, how to tell if your kid is into Grim Cuddy Online dot net and shit. Yeah. What? How is your kid going to kill themselves with an internet challenge? Yeah. How many Tide Pods and milk crates does a kid have to eat to kill itself? I mean, one milk crate probably does it. Yeah, I was going to say, if you eat a milk crate, man, you're probably going to die. <laughs> it depends on how long. I guess. T- tide pods. Yes, yes, tide pods. Great. That's spectacular. Wait. I can't antagonize. I can't be mean to Troy. I can only be mean to Chris. Yeah, that's fair. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm just checking. Tell us about two, the movie, Chris. Two out of three podcasters say yes, Chris. Tell us about the movie, Chris. I feel like I need to get like one more person on this podcast because I don't. <laughs> Tell us about the movie, Chris. Oh, let's get oh, Bitem. He'll come on the podcast. Oh yeah, that's helpful. He'll come all over it. Great. Yuck. <laughs> Bitem's has been on the podcast. He has. Yeah. He should be on again. He is on the short list of people that have been on the podcast. Bitems, yeah. mm-hmm. Wes, once, Tr- Troy, Wes. a lot of times, Br- Brian, 
mm-hmm. Chris. Yeah, all literally all of the podcasts I've been. Yeah, Horse Lanta. Unfortunately, me. We all make bad decisions. I'm I Horse mean, Lanta. Maggie made it movie, to an Chris. outro. Maggie Michael made Bay. it on an outro. That's true. Michael Bay, etc. So four more. Did ones, I Did think. Jane make it into She's one of them? On a, uh, one or two of them. Okay. I remember her being there for one of them. I just couldn't remember if she was on or not. Uh, my stepson was on one, but I don't think he said a single word the entire time. Yeah, I don't I, remember that at all. Not everybody's ready for the. I had spotlight. a tough time my first time. I will admit, orphan. I'm not real chatty. No, I have obviously changed that since. Yeah. Tell us about the movie, Chris. I'm trying. So we get cut to credits because. Mom got stabbed. Yeah, like you do. And then it's Chris's favorite part. No, Dick yeah. ducks. Woo woo. <laughs> so just real quick, ASMR fucks with my neurologicals, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, Chris doesn't like it when people lick balloons on the microphone. Oh, it super fucking bothers me. It's, it's not a bit. Like It really, really fucking bothers me. I don't care for the whispery shit. Why don't you care for the whispery shit? Um, I don't know. Probably my fucking brain chemistry doesn't care for it. I don't Your know. brain chemistry is stupid. Oh, God knows. I'm aware of that. <laughs> and uh, we meet up with... Oh, God. Just stop. <laughs> What, are you going to dump that on yourself? <laughs> no, it's empty, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I know, because most of it's on your groin. And I drank the rest. And I'll steal your beer. I'm just trying to find anything else in this office that'll make noise. Please, please don't. <laughs> please do. <laughs> no, it's but not it's, a you bit. Have... It bothers the fuck out of me. <laughs> no, it's a bit. Because it bothers the fuck out of you. No, that's the opposite of that. Tell us about the movie, Chris. So uh, we meet up with Team Family. We have Awesome Sauce. Oh, God. I don't even know what that's referring to. Asha. Asha. Or Ashma. She calls herself Ashma Sauce. Oshkosh Bagosh Sauce. Yes. I prefer Awesome Sauce. It's easier to say. Uh, well, jazz musician. Her brother's name is Brother. Cameron, yeah. Scamron. An angry dad. Enron. Enron. His name is Enron. We got Enron, angry dad. And nurse mom. And nurse mom. And uh, they're concerned because their daughter stopped being on the track team because she's a teenager. Yeah. Big red flags. Yeah. Well, I liked, well, because it actually starts with her doing like an ASMR video, which we will not recreate because Chris will die. And uh, it also involves her running over things with a car, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Suck it. I like how you could tell she's an influence though, influencer, though, because when they pan across a room, she just has a neon pound sign or a hashtag symbol. I prefer pound sign. Pound yeah. sign. I'll pound <laughs> you right in the sign. Gross. 
right in the right in that fucking uh, Ace of Base CD. Chris saw the sign. He opened up his eyes. He saw the sign. Never gonna give you up. Blah 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 blah. Did you just transition into fucking Rick Astley? <laughs> yeah. Tell us about the movie, Chris. He, he Rickrolled himself. <laughs> That's wild. I've never seen a person Rickroll themselves before, but now I have. Never going to Rickroll Horse Lanta. Except when he does it himself. Yep. Uh, yeah, so, but yeah, so they, um, you know, and so they, they're going to have like their phone free night out. So they have to leave their phones behind. They go to a jazz concert. Yeah. Cause it turns out that the son and, is super good at jazz saxophone. And we're not talking like jazz band, like in your high school or jazz choir. No, no, no. This is like full on jazz music and for some goddamn reason the teenage girl isn't into it weird what i thought all teenage girls were into jazz music especially when their brother's the fucking head of the show plot hole folks plot hole yeah everybody knows that teenage girls love amateur jazz performance now give me that plot hole (laughs) no no thank you Uh, yeah, so her and her friend dip out because, and, but meanwhile, uh, the other, her friend's dad is like, Hey, angry dad. Um, you, have you seen this like grim cutty thing? And angry dad's like the what now? I'm a boomer. I don't understand internet. Blah, blah. I hold my phone six feet away from my face. Everything I do on my phone is done with one finger. Except for these guys who are like my age. And yeah, I know how the internet works. It's weird. This was like a bunch of people who should know enough about the internet. Right? But they were acting like they were fucking 83. Yeah. Like you should have been like, oh yeah, it's one of those stupid internet challenges, whatever. Like, you know, it's like the fuck. And it, but it's like, no, like this. This grim cutty thing, like it challenges kids to like cut themselves or cut. Have you ever heard of this Yahoo? (laughs) You know, you could do a Bing search now. Do you know they have the internet on computers these days? Ask Jeeves. It's on your phone now, Chris. That's how far in the future we are. What? And for the record, the dad has like a $900 phone. Yeah, dude obviously knows something anyway about the internet. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, like, but they act like these guys. People act like they're practically computer illiterate, and yeah, and like, so he's like, oh yeah, there's this this internet challenge thing where like the Grim Cuddy shows up like a like a picture of it, and then you have to do whatever it says, and making you like them like kids like cut themselves or kill themselves or kill their parents or whatever. And, like, if this was actually happening, actually, there would be, like, a bigger uproar than, like, this, like, hey, I saw this text once. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's the kind of thing where these guys are young enough that they would know that Snopes is a thing. Yeah. But they're treating them like they're, like, straight up, like, 73 years old. Like, they still think everything is dial-up. 
They're all like yeah, carrier pigeons and shit. Exactly. Just, the internet is run by hamsters on wheels. It's a series of tubes created by Al Gore. Ep, 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 ep. Tell us about the movie, Chris. I mean, the series of tubes analogy isn't that bad. Like, I could. There's much worse ways to describe the internet. Well, yeah, you get the internet off of the interweb tubes. Like, there is like a backbone. Like, you can clog areas of it up with like a, a DDoS and things like that. Like, it's not the worst. It's not the worst analogy. Yeah, the the whole movie is just it reeks of being written by people who don't understand what they're writing about. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel this probably looked super fucking ridiculous to like Gen Zers and like young millennials. They're probably like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like even the kids in this don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, Zoomers are we're, like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, we're old, and so we're like, yeah, these old people don't know this. Like, Jesus Christ, these are they're our age, and like, I know the difference between my butt and IP address. These guys don't. I don't. Your your butt IP address is one two eight dot zero dot one dot one. My butt IP address is a wet fart. I actually know this stuff, but. <laughs> <laughs> Chris does it for a job. Yeah, this is what I get paid to do. So I know about IP addresses and what have you. But that's but not yeah, fun. I deliver bread. You do. Do you deal with EDIs at all, Chris? With what? EDI. Uh, electronic Data Interface. Do you deal with IEDs? Uh, I'm not listening to you. Back to I, IUDs? No, no. No, EDI, like transmitting, transmitting information between different systems, different systems owned by different people. Sometimes, like, not a okay. lot. Uh, most of our stuff is in house. All right, I was just trying to find a job for someone. So, never what mind. about like IEDs, like improvised it, explosive devices? Yeah, like do you have to deal with like dirty no. bombs a lot in your yeah, line of work? I, yeah. What about lot, what about in ear what about in ear devices like the the little microphones that the reporters wear when they're on uh when they're out talking to the on assignment? Do you make bombs that are just crock pots or pressure cookers full of screws and nails? No. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> understand what you do. No, clearly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah um yeah so anyway uh the yeah like the parents are talking to each other like have you seen this grim cuddy thing like they, our kids are just gonna kill themselves because the internet told them to because that's how kids work and uh and so but then they the the girls are outside on on their phones they're like can you believe like this one girl responded wow commented wow on my latest video and the one girl's oh, like no, that's, that's good or bad it's like it was like that's great the other girl's like no that's bad because it's like wow like i can't believe you like had the guts to fucking post such a cringe video it and then they get all they start getting all concerned about that but then the dad notices they're gone he goes and looks and sees his daughter on the phone during phone free outing and has a meltdown yeah and uh, he decides. Yeah. There's no book, folks. So Chris is not gonna remember anything. That's true. John Amplitz, yeah. read your book. Tell us about the movie, Chris.
Well, my, my plan right now is to gloss over chunks of this because this movie's long. Yeah, but we got to talk about the detox box and, and less screen time in the meantime. Well, I mean, yeah. that that's like somehow 30% of the movie. You know, that, that Space Hog song, yeah. screen time in the meantime. In Space s- Lord Mother Mother? No, that's Monster Magnet. Yeah, see, he knows. You don't know shit. You don't know anything <laughs> about nothing. Yeah. If, if anything is Monster Magnet, then no, I don't. <laughs> that's the only... Wait, they also did Negasonic Teenage Warhead, right? Probably. Who don't know nothing about what now? I don't know. Nothing. I've never <laughs> claimed to know I... anything about anything. Why would I know that and you wouldn't? I feel like you would know more, much more Monster Magnet than I would. All I know is I'm a horse and tell us about the movie, Chris. I don't know anything outside of that. Of course. The trick is I put peanut butter in his jaws to make <laughs> it look like he's talking. The trick is, is I trick Christian to putting his fingers in my mouth because it, I like it. Oh god! It's a a double reverse trick because I like my fingers in it. (laughs) Oh god! I'm just gonna shut my uh, my my laptop. Everybody wins. My my internet's going out, guys. It's fucking super weird. I don't know what's happening. Oh, Troy's got the grim cutty. (laughs) Oh no, Troy's been grim cutty. Now a giant monster's at his house. That thing wearing leather pants pulled up to his neck has got Troy now. And he looks kind of—he kind of looks like uh, Groot. Was it Groot? 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 Whatever the Groot? Groot from the Despicable Me movies. Groot, the little tree man from no uh, Groot. No Groot. Groot. No, not Groot. You know, with the minions. Yeah, Vin Diesel voiced him. He was a small tree yeah, man. You got yeah. it. You nailed it in one. My boy. Baby Yoda. Yeah, just Roku. like anything you just said. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, they the parents do some research online about the Grim Cuddy and decide to have a chat with uh, the daughter, with, with Awesome Sauce and Enron. Well, I mean, first the daughter has an episode. She's making toast. Oh, and yes. the groom Cody shows up. She smelled burning toast. Yes, and then she freaks out, and they call the cops on account of the groom Cody. Yeah, which makes fucking perfect sense. Like that's actually like I was like, holy shit! Like she thought she saw an intruder. They called the police. A horror movie made sense. That's awesome. Yeah, until it doesn't. Well, then, like the the yeah, then the cop is like, "Have you have you heard about this grim cutty thing?" And the parents are like, "Oh yeah, we did." And he's like, "So awesome sauce, just run along. I'm gonna go instill your parents with fear and and scaremongering." Thank you. Yeah. Hey, sorry about your totally reasonable fears. Yeah. I'm gonna tell your parents how you're a fucking whack job now. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you can leave the room, please. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, guys, real talk, your daughter is a fuckhead. <laughs> and that was it. Thanks, she's been cops. she's been butt-chugging Tide Pods and sticking tampons in her ears. It's weird. And so the parents do what any reasonable people would do, and they institute a policy in the house. Yes. Well, they're going to do a week 
without screens. Yeah, and they say a bunch of uh, platitudes. Yeah, like they're like, hey, like we have this, we have this like fireproof home safe. It, it's, we're gonna call it the detox box, and you're gonna put your laptops and phones in there, and you know. It's only a week, but hey, at least you'll have less screen time in the meantime. And and Enron's like, here, oh, Dad, you know what? This is a fantastic idea, Dad. Here's my computer. Here's my phone. Thanks a lot. I'm glad you care about me and my well-being. I'm going to fuck off to my room now. Why did he have to give up his PS4 controller? It's full of internet. Don't you know anything? <laughs> yeah, but hey, you can't just play video games? No, that's screen time, baby. It's fucking with your kids. You gotta lower them... screen time in the meantime. Because if you play yeah. Call of Duty, you're gonna shoot somebody in the face. Well, My you're gonna call the SWAT team on people. In 2001, if it rhymes, then it's true. That if you ever went back in time, <laughs> don't touch <laughs> anything. Even the slightest change <laughs> could alter the future in ways you couldn't possibly imagine. Those are the best wedding words of wisdom I've ever heard. And if a stranger offers you a ride. Take it. I say take it. I 100% told a guy that one day right before he got married. <laughs> we were at work, and he was going to get married like in three days, and I took him aside and I was like, hey, man, let me give you some advice my dad gave you on my wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, God, no, no, no. <laughs> and then I did. I said, if you ever go back in time, don't touch anything. <laughs> Did and, you tell uh, him he was, that he was dumb as a mule and twice as ugly? Uh, no, actually, he he was a very good dude, and he put me and my uh, wife and daughter up when our apartment exploded. Actually, happened. Yes, real thing. I've I've heard parts a uh, different part of this story before. So, and he did, and then yeah. the government put us up in a hotel room for a while. And, Until your apartment could be unexploded. Yeah, and then they let us back in. <laughs> unexploded. And I That's was like, funny to me. hey, we're going to break our lease now, guys. Because, you know, explosions. <laughs> and they were like, we'll take you to court. And I was like, yeah, you're taking a lot of people to court right now. So I'm going to yeah. roll my dice on that one, you fucking idiots. Like, have you heard of the words class action lawsuit? Hey, remember when the back of that place exploded? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. And uh, long story short, they never did nothing. Welcome to Emotional Trauma with Chris. Yeah. He's tougher because of it, probably, or way yeah. weaker. I cry He's tougher myself on the... to sleep several nights a week. You'll be all He's right. tougher on the outside, weaker on the inside. Like a good steak. Tears are yep. good for sleep. <laughs> You're crying all your wakefulness out. Um, yeah, so, uh, the, the sister is, is forced to give up her laptop or awesome sauce gives up her laptop, but she kind of fights over the phone until she looks down and sees the grim cuddy underneath the table, looking up at her and she screams and jumps back and is like, Oh no! It's a grim cuddy under the table! It's a grim slutty! And the parents are like, uh, thanks for letting go of your phone, but what the fuck? <laughs> and like no one else sees it.
Anyway. Yeah, so no one sees it. And then uh, she's like, goes up to her, to Enron's room, was like, hey, Enron, I know you got, you got a backup device of some kind because you gave up, you capitulated way too easily to not have a backup. So crack it open. And so they get online with his laptop and she goes to like different message boards and is like, has anybody like, I've like, has anybody like seen the Grim Cuddy or am I the only one? And that's what. <laughs> but why? Why have I received the middle finger? You gotta wonder. Yeah. You know, Chris is Chris is launching birds in the in the room now. Um, For no good reason. Yeah, shooting them all over the place. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and so, but then as they're researching the Grim Cuddy, uh, the dad like unplugs the router from the wall, the wireless router, and they do not have internet anymore. I drank his beer again. Yep. Do you keep your router in your kitchen? I, I keep it in my office. It is like literally like right right like right down there. Okay, I just wanted to do a quick survey and see what kind of sociopath keeps their goddamn cable yep. modem right, in their kitchen. Right where that bookshelf meets the floor and the wall I is my it. router. Yeah. I also see your NAS. Yes. Where do you keep your st- routers and things living room ah me too whoa (laughs) we got something in common wait you keep your routers in chris's living room it's a really good router i would say like that's a really good mesh wi-fi mesh network you got going on there i stole his internet he pays for my internet (laughs) one night on the way home brett just dropped like little google uh those Google mesh devices along the side of the road every like every like five hundred feet so that you could get internet from Chris. Yeah, cost twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> but he'll, got, he'll make up for it in a hundred and twenty two years. He's got so <laughs> many flags. Chris is your VPN. <laughs> oh shit. Um yeah, and so the daughter, though, is like, well, I'm going to wait till everyone's asleep. I'm just going to break open that safe because I want my phone because I want to find out what the fuck is going on. That was the most easily break intoable safe I've ever seen in my well, whole life. Well, here's the thing. Thank you. I know what Chris is going to say, and I agree. Mathematically speaking, you're talking like... A thousand combinations. Yeah, no, uh, 1,400-ish. Yeah. Between two separate, like uh, six digits between zero to nine, you're talking about 1,400 combinations. No, you're talking 2,000 2000 combinations exactly between the two of them. So, I mean, and realistically, maybe 40 minutes? Yeah. Like max, if you get it to the last one. And they're probably the same on each? Yeah. Like, so, like, once you figure out one, the other one's going to be open. So, yeah. like, you have a thousand combinations. You just go, put them all zero, go to one, two, three, four. You know, like, you'll get there. Like, it's not, it, you can brute force that pretty easily. Yeah. I had this. But Less instead, than an hour. She, instead, she, what did she use to, to pop open the uh, the locks on the Fucking safe? Chef's knife. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's one every four feet throughout the house. Yeah. So many chef knives. 
the kitchen prep cinematic universe. It's a thing. Tis now. And uh, she busts in, gets her device of choice. Her phone. Yep. I don't remember. Oh, the dad wakes up, comes downstairs. She, like, shuts the lid on the safe, but doesn't, like, lock it. And he comes down and notices that it is unlocked. And he opens it up and her phone is missing. And he makes his, like, angry, concerned face. Which is pretty much the only face he uses this entire movie. And that is when the Grim Cuddy shows up at the girl's room. And chases her into her room. And... Cuts her with a knife on the arm, and she cuts its arm with her chef's knife. Yeah, but all because he uses, the, yeah, is the cut they, that she got. Yeah, and then she's and holding she a knife. knife. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, a completely bloodless knife. Yeah, the group cut ain't got no blood. Also, but she does. So if she cut herself, wouldn't there be fucking blood on the knife? I mean, there's blood in the cut. That's true. I guess no one knows that song. No. That's a Cannibal Corpse song. Blood in the Cut. No, Blood in the Cut is a... uh, What the fuck is her name? Frey? Flay? Something? I'll look it up. Anyway, continue on. Is it Cannibal Corpse? Not in the least. And I think at this point, she... K-Flay. She extorts her brother... Into busting out his secret dark web laptop. No, we already got. We already did that, Chris. Did we? Yeah. Yes. Fuck off. Okay. Yeah. You were. You were otherwise occupied losing beer. And multiple. I ways. stole your beer, dog. Yeah. No, I <laughs> yeah. know it's been established. It's, he's it's, not so. It, he's not so sad about it this time. He's just more disappointed. Yeah. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, I. I'm gonna put sugar in your gas tank please don't <laughs> the weird part is he has a cat named sugar cat in the gas tank every time <laughs> tell us about the movie chris that'll fuck your engine up um i'm not chris but yeah so they they take her to so they they take her downstairs and the, you don't know the mom's a nurse until she starts fucking scary stripping this like this girl's arm back together and the dad's like, is she going to need stitches? The mom's like, I don't think so. Like, that girl's going to need fucking stitches with that cut. Yeah, she's got like a fucking nine-inch gash on her fucking forearm. Probably should get that looked at. Yeah. And, uh, and she... Is this what she, like, communicates with the one girl? Yeah, the uh, bitchy blonde girl. Yeah. We'll call and, her Mean Girl. And Mean Girl... Tells her about the Grim Cuddy. Yeah, about how, like, and she's like, whatever you do, like, go to school the next day. I mean, parents are trying to keep the kids from just tell your parents you have a test or whatever, but we can we can all meet up and talk about the Grim Cuddy because you've actually seen it. No one else has seen it. Yeah. So the plan is hatched to go to school. Yes. Which is the weirdest plan a teenager has ever hatched. Yeah. Our plan is to go to school. Yes. That's it. I mean, granted, granted, that was kind of half of the plan in uh, 
Anna in the apocalypse, but there were zombies. So they uh they all meet up at school the next day. Well, by all I mean some. Yeah. Three. One kid gets dragged out of the fucking assembly by his parents because he is like fight the power, fight the system. This is all a bunch of bullshit. Um, yeah, he's all yelling, hack the planet, and gets drunk. Birds out. aren't real. Whatever. And uh, they bring on a motivational speaker. Oh, he's so bad. Hooray for everything. Oh, oh my God. I feel like you guys didn't really mean it. Let's try it again. How are y'all doing today? <laughs> hey. I remember when I was your age. It was a long time ago. <laughs> we didn't have no Grim Cutties. No. We didn't have phones that did anything other than call people. Yeah. He definitely was about to go and do like a six minute fucking bit about abstinence. Yeah. Or about how you shouldn't do drugs. How marijuana is a gateway drug. It was one of those two. Yeah, definitely. I know you're thinking it's just fun. You're going to get zoned out on some reefer weed. Smoking the jazz cabbage. <laughs> Well, my friend back in the day, let's call him Tyrone, he smoked some of that uh, left-handed cigarettes, and uh, next thing you know, he killed his entire family with no he remorse. He ate their brains! He had intercourse <laughs> with their corpses. He... <laughs> I can't say it any better than you did. He had <laughs> sex with their corpses. Marijuana leads to necrophilia. We all know that. That's my Cannibal Corpse cover band. There's a band called Cannabis Corpse. There should be. They're fun. And yeah, but anyway, uh, fucking everybody dips out of that thing because that guy is the worst. Yeah. And uh, Mean Girl meets up with... uh, Awesome Sauce. In the bathroom. Bathroom. And they decide they're going to head to Parker Lewis's house because you can't lose. <laughs> Thank you. Parker, you too? I as soon love as I that. Saw him, I was like, ah, it's Parker Lewis. Oh, I just needed the, the, his, his cohort with the, the jacket full of everything Velcroed to the inside <laughs> it of it. It always makes the Velcro sound. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> that show isn't streaming anywhere. It makes me very sad. At least it's, it wasn't last time I checked. So they head to Parker Lewis's where they can get uh, hooked up on the internet on his laptop because his parents are shipping magnates or some shit. Yeah, they're in the import-export business. Yeah, which is just code for uh, fucking drug dealers. Yeah, or they're a mob. Yeah, one or the other. Or both. I mean, the mob deals with drugs. What the fuck are you doing? Don't fucking look at me that way! (laughs) And then, uh... Yeah, and then, um... Where are we going with this? Uh, yeah, so, but there there also is a group of kids. They're just partying there because they're having they can't sk- go to school. Skip day Grim Cuddy party. Yeah, and they're like, hey, guys, let's all pretend to be possessed by Grim Cuddy and, uh, and pretend to cut ourselves. And so they all do a really bad taste video of that. Yeah. And because that's what teenagers would fucking do. Yeah, they would do some dumb shit. Yeah. As and a then, so teenager, I can't attest to that, the dumb shit you would get into as a teenager. Oh yeah, yeah. As a reformed teenager, as an as an adult teenager, 
Yeah, I can I can say with some assurance, you had done some really stupid shit. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and but so then Parker Lewis takes him upstairs. He's like, oh, yeah, here's my laptop. Let me turn it on for you. Oh, let me turn this porn off. <laughs> okay. um, I was just hanging out listening to porn at full volume. It's fine. It's what I do. Uh, because porn. Yeah. Hilarious. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I'd be like, I'm a teenage boy. Of course I'm looking at porn. Like, why? Like, come on. That's what the internet is for, according to Avenue Q. The fucking drug dealers. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, there's worse things he could have recorded you saying. True. I mean, you recorded yourself saying it. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> meta. <laughs> now you have a recording of a recording of you saying it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Tell us about the movie, Chris. Podception. So, uh, and so they, they research the Grim Cuddy. Yeah, they log into generic messenger application. Oh, this is where they find the blog, right? They start Googling, like, they because she, she finds out that, like, any of her friends she talked to whose parents had the talk with them about Grim Cuddy talk about the detox box and less screen time in the meantime. Yeah. So they, they Google detox box to find out like where the fuck these parents are getting like all of the same information from. And they find it's a mommy blogger. Yeah. With the creepiest looking kid. And it's the lady from the beginning of the movie. But the, in those pictures, that kid like has these like fucking like dark hollowed out eyes. Like the kid looks creepy as fuck in and those don't pictures. Forget the matching pajamas. Yeah. But like, I was like, holy shit. Like if my kid looked like that, I'd be like, Okay, I'm just going to have you exercise just in case. Yeah, just to be safe. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's 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 not because I think you're you're possessed. I'm just worried you might be with the way you look. Um, yeah. And so uh, she sends the information to Enron and is like, hey, can you like track down who this lady is? He can't, but his dad's got some kind of thing where he knows when somebody's on the internet. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't know how the internet works, but he can fucking install an app on his phone that will tell him when someone's using the the router in the house. Yeah. So, uh, he's hunting down hot leads. Yeah, and then someone sends the dad a video, that that video of the kids pretending to cut themselves, and in the background you can see... Oh, because he goes to the school to pick up the daughter, and the daughter's not there. And so he calls the mom, and he's freaking out. And then someone sends them a, the video and they can see their daughter in the background. So they're like, fine. And then they somehow just magically know where this guy's house is. Yeah. And so they head there. And while they're on their way there, uh, the Grim Cuddy shows up at the party and starts chasing Awesome Sauce through the house. Well, no one else can see it. Yeah. And, uh, it's cutting her, but it looks like she's cutting herself. Now, they get to the house, and they hear her upstairs yelling for help. Hey! And they, and they get up there, and, like, the Grim Cuddy is, like, using the knife, to, like, pushing the knife, like, towards her, like, they, like she's going to cut herself. But who the fuck says, help me, help me, help me, and then cuts themselves? Like, you don't, call, like, 
the cutting itself is a cry for help. You don't need a literal, you don't, no one does a literal cry for help before they cut themselves. Yeah, that's fair. That was the one thing that really got me. I was like, if my kid is calling for help and I get up there and they look like they're trying to hurt themselves, I'm not going to assume that they're just good. Like they're like, they're just trying to hurt themselves, I guess. I don't know. Like I like you're calling for help. You need how you want help. You don't then try to kill yourself. <coughs> it's baffling. Yeah. You're baffling. Thank you. But anyway, she ends up in the hospital. Yeah. Well, and in the meantime. Screen brother, time? In the meantime. The, uh, the brother. From the song. Has got by, on by the, Space Hog. the dark Monster web. magnet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he's looking up uh, the mommy blogger on the dark web. Yeah, and he just like reverse image searches her face basically and finds her. Yeah, good and old tin eye. The Grim Cuddy shows up and chokes him with a necktie because fuck you. Well, because the dad, yeah, because the dad, yeah. So they they're the 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 daughter they they stop the daughter from killing herself they think, but then the dad gets the notification on his app that someone's using the internet, and so then he he's like runs home. They run home to find the the son. My daughter is dying, but someone's on the internet. I better pick my priorities. Yeah, well, they call... I mean, they, they pass the daughter off to the EMTs. Um, but then, like, the, that's a nice little bit with the brother see Enron sees, like, the Grim Cuddy in the fucking uh, video screen showing his face. Like, like he's trying to call uh, Awesome Sauce, and so he's got the little video window up, and he sees, like, the grim cuddy in the hallway behind him. He turns around. It's not there. Looks back at the video screen. Again, grim cuddy's there. He looks back. It's not there. That was a little creepy. Yeah. And then they find that he's been like, he's like tried to choke himself to death with his necktie. Which isn't really the grim cuddy's MO. He's very knife based. They, they do mention the grim cuddy telling kids to choke themselves towards the beginning. So uh, everybody's in the hospital. I did. did everybody, anyone else, like, like in junior yep. high, high school, did anybody your like class like like do that thing like where they would like hyperventilate and then like choke themselves, to, like pass out and have like weird fucking like visual dreams, brain drive, brain brain damage yeah, things. Yeah, you do the you like you breathe in and out and then you like crush your fucking sternum. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. I, I I actually I never actually did that, but like I knew kids who did. We went to the high school for the same years, and I don't remember that ever happening. You were probably full of fucking cough syrup at the time. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> cough syrup and many thins. And yeah, so that's kind of what that made me think of, like with like, oh, if you choke yourself, like you know, you get like weird fucking hallucinations and shit uh, as your brain starts to die from lack of oxygen. Um, yeah, and so yeah, they both are in the hospital. The Enron is unconscious, but could wake up at any minute. Who knows? You know, it could, he could wake up any time. And the daughter's like fucking like tied down to the bed, and the mom's like, "No, no, it's okay, it's okay. We're just you're gonna like talk to a psychiatrist later, and but you know everything's fine. We're all fine down here. How are you? Everything's super cool. No negative, negative. We have a reactor leak." We're trying to lock down. Is she uh the 
awesome sauce yes. somehow gets out. I don't remember. Well, I think the mom actually undid the restraints. Yeah. And, and so she goes to the, the Enron's laptop and finds the address for Mommy Blogger on yeah, it. Yeah, so she goes to confront the Mommy Blogger. Steals her mom's keys out of her purse. Like you do. Well, her mom, like, goes to get her more blankets to make her more comfortable. Yeah. And uh, she confronts the Mommy Blogger. And the Mommy Blogger is like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, Grim Cuddy, I don't, I don't know, man. I just post about Starbucks and fucking shit. I don't know. Yeah. And then she's like, well, my parents are starting to, like, have been, like, following your game plan and the Grim Cuddy, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know what? Why don't you come inside? I'll make you a nice cup of tea and answer your questions. Yeah. And uh, she basically just tries to blow her off. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> blow. Good one. But Awesome Sauce ain't having it. Nope. So she, uh, Scooby-Doo's that shit. Yeah, she finds the son's, She finds the son's bedroom all locked from the, the hallway and unlocks it. And opens it up, and there's no no one in there. But the closet is also locked. Indeed. And it's got like a fucking... I kind of wish it had the screwdriver through the uh, the hole instead of like that weird like bolt eye... Thing. That eye bolt. Yeah. yeah. But, <clears throat> but yeah, like basically there's a fucking lock with like a screwdriver shoved down into it to keep it from opening. So she lets... She opens up, and this kid, this little kid with the fucking like, you know, deep set creepy eyes, like falls out of a padded cell. And he's like, put me back in. Yeah. I love my cell. I'm weak from hunger, but please put me back in the padded cell. And uh, before mom finds out, and the Grim Cuddy shows up. Yeah, and mom shows up with a shotgun. Shotgun yeah. mom. And mom she, with a shotgun. She gets uh, awesome sauce at gunpoint, forces her out of the room. And but and then doesn't the son then like? Oh no, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. Never mind. <clears throat> That's, I'm thinking a little bit ahead. And uh. She forces her out of the room, and she's like, hey, you don't get it. Like, I'm protecting him from the Grim Cuddy, because you can't get Grim cuddy if you lock your kid in the closet. Yeah, but the Awesome Sauce has started to put together the idea that the parents worrying about the kids is what causes the Grim Cuddy to show up. Yeah. and But that's when her mom shows up via Uber. Yeah. And then you can tell it's Uber because she arrived in a Prius. Yeah, but and there was a scene explaining how she found out where to go, but that's not really important. So, uh, and so she shows up and knocks on the door, and uh, blogger mommy blogger is like, "Oh, hey, you don't happen to be looking for a a lost daughter, do you?" And she's like, "Why, yes, yes, I do." And she's like, "Well, come on inside. Your your daughter came in here and started like talking a bunch of gibberish at me, but." You know, I'm glad you showed up so you can take her home. She's been telling, you know, and then so like awesome sauce tries to tell her mom what's going on. And, and like that, the lady pulled a fucking shotgun on her and the lady's like, oh yeah, like she's just like, she likes to tell lies. Apparently, you know, you probably should do a better job parenting your child. Uh, and the, and the mother's like, yeah, you're right. Like I'm gonna take her home. And then she's like, you know what? 
you know, because like the because the lady says that like Awesome Sauce is a real character, and she's like, you know what, she is a real character. But you also know what? I've never really known her to lie to me before. <laughs> and yeah, then she, like she definitely Columbo's her. Yeah, like kind of like one more thing. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Mama Bear Columbo's her. Yeah, because she's like, you know what? Don't insult my daughter. <laughs> and she goes up and. Uh, there's the the little kid is being choked out in the in the air by Grim Cuddy, but no one can see Grim Cuddy except for the kid. So he's just hanging there in midair, choking to death. And and awesome saw and nurse mom is like, huh, that's not normal. Yeah, that isn't right. And uh, the kid gets freed and shanks mom with the eye bolt. Like in the back of the, in the hamstring. And makes her fall down the stairs and die. Or at least unconscious. Yeah, it's unclear. I forget if they say she's breathing or not. I don't care. She doesn't show up the rest of the movie, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh... And that kind of solidifies for Awesome Sauce that it is... Because the Grim Cuddy, like, disappears as soon as the mom falls unconscious. Yeah, which or backs dies. up her theory that the parents panicking about the thing is what gives the thing its power. Yeah. And the mom kind of believes her because she just saw a kid floating in midair choking to death. Yeah, you know, that'll amp up your uh, believability factor a little bit normally. You don't usually forget that. No. So, uh, in the meantime... Uh, Monster Magnet. Yes. In the meantime, with less screen time, the dad is wandering around the hospital uh, looking for his family because all of them had disappeared except for his unconscious son. Well, the son comes too. Yeah, and Dad confronts him on the uh, dark web chicanery from Secret Second Laptop. Yes, but like the dad opens the laptop, and there's a whole bunch of searches. They're like, "There's a search for Satan," and like, I don't know, like he's like all these ridiculous things for this kid. Dylan yeah. Cleveland, because that's a thing a goddamn twelve-year-old is looking up in 2022, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for me like Cleveland steamer <laughs> glass bottom boat pink sock rusty trombone <laughs> Cincinnati bow tie <laughs> Cuban necktie so basically the dad has lost his fucking mind he's a dirty yeah. Sanchez yeah and and that's when bomb shows up and she's like you know hey uh and she like grabs a fucking needle and some sedatives, fills it up, and she's like trying to like inject the dad with it, and he kind of like flips out on her a little bit. She's like, "Here, here." He's like, "What do you got there?" And he takes it away from her. She's like, "Why don't you, like? It's just it's to calm you down. It's like just it's just a, a little halidol. It's fine. It's just gonna mellow you out. Just take a little bit. Yeah, you know, just just take the shot, and you'll be fine. Everything will be fine." And he's like, "I have to worry about my child." Who has run off now that the Grim Cuddy has started, like, hunting him. And she says to him, this one time, just trust me, which I thought was real weird. Because when do you not trust your spouse? Yeah, we have this weird thing in my house where I trust my wife implicitly with the raising of my child. Maybe that's just us. Maybe that's a weird (laughs) thing. Well, it's like, I never understand the people who complain about being married to their spouse. I'm like, if it's that bad, like, why are you still married? Like, I've never once said to my wife, this one time, just trust me. 
Because, yeah. like, that's just a thing we do is trust each other. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. That's called a, it's called a healthy relationship, Chris. I guess so. I just, that, that really struck me as odd. It's just, yeah. she's just like, this one time, just trust me. Like all those other times where you told yeah. me I was a dumb bitch and to shut the fuck up this one time. <laughs> just yeah. listen maybe, to me. Yeah, maybe don't hit me this time is what yeah. I was waiting for her to, her to say next. Yeah, um, at that point, dad's got some real I'm going to strike you energy. Yeah, like, and if he could pinch his face together anymore, his head would just cave in. He could lick the back of his own neck. <laughs> and, uh, I can only lick the top of my mouth. When Dad finally stops being fully enraged, he realizes... But not engorged. That... He's still fully engorged, though. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> Throughout definitely... the entire movie, from scene one, just... It's right there, big old rage. Yeah. Turgid yeah. as fuck. Yeah, we just called. We should have called him Tent Dad. Really, we should have called him Massive Erection Dad. <laughs> Tripod Dad. So uh, everybody has run off, but he's so blinded with rage boners that he doesn't realize it. <laughs> and uh, the kid has run off. Yeah, Awesome Sauce grabs him because Grim Cuddy's chasing him. Yeah. Awesome Sauce, you know, basically uh, gives him the rundown that she's pretty sure that it's the parents' anger, fear, fear. etc. about the Grim Cuddy that's causing the problem. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, Dad is totally fucked. He's like, what about Mom? She's like, nah, man, Mom's dope. Mom's cool. Yeah. Mom helped me fucking... Mom watched a lady get knocked down the stairs and die earlier. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. straight. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, but but also the the awesome sauce got a hold of the. Oh no, she's got the knife. She got scissors. No oh, scissors. That's right. She she pulls out scissors and goes to like hunt down the dad because he's like she's like because yeah, the kid the Enron's like you're not gonna kill dad are you? And she's like, uh, yeah, no, probably no, not. totally not gonna kill dad. Why? Yeah. Mm. I don't want to put my I, I I don't want to get in a quarter on this one really, but like let's say yeah. no. Yeah, I mean like not if I can help it. If I don't have to stab my own father with scissors, I won't. As yeah. we've all said. Yes, we've all been uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when you were in that hospital with your younger brother and you were going to stab your dad with scissors because that was the only way to keep the demonic entity from killing everyone? Remember? I only have one sister. I don't have any sisters. Okay, so not relatable. Yeah. I have a little brother, though. Well, I, I suppose the sibling part is interchangeable. Uh, the only problem is my parents worked at the hospital, so, like, it's it would... Well, both what of my a coincidence. Worked mom worked at the hospital in this film. Yeah. No, my mom was a nurse, and my dad was a pharmacist at the same hospital. That's where they met. That's a nice meet-cute. Yeah. I think she was a nursing student at the time, and he was a young pharmacist at the time. Because they had a, a nursing school attached to the hospital. My dad was in Vietnam. My mom liked the Beatles. Like the whole time? That's or? all I know. That's how they met? Yeah. I guess so. In Vietnam? 
Yep. At a Beatles concert in Vietnam. <laughs> yep, they met at a Beatles concert. At the Vietnamese Beatles concert d- during the Vietnam War. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> in, in 1966, the famous Ho Chi Minh City concert that they put on. <laughs> Get back to where you once belong. They had the concert during the Tet Offensive. <laughs> she was just seventeen, which is the creepiest fucking song. It's right up there with My Sharona. Yep. You don't get it up for the touch of the younger kind? Like the guy like the guy from the Nax, apparently. Oh, I don't like any of this. <laughs> no, that's the, that that's the fucking song. It's like my like ugh. I know it was really big with Reality Bites when it came when Reality Bites came out, but like you listen to the lyrics, you're like, this song's fucking creepy. Well, I don't care for any of that. Nope. I mean, Reality Bites was a good movie. It's got the Janine Garofalo in it. The? The titular. Well, no, unless her name was Reality Bites, it's not the titular one. I'm pretty sure that was her name. (laughs) Janine Garofalo was just your middle name. Actually, she probably would say Reality Bites, but... I just remember her starring opposite Uma Thurman in The Truth About Cats and Dogs. I don't remember. When, yeah. What's the truth about him? I don't remember. It's I don't know. She was the fucking like uh, radio vet and met a guy somehow. And I think Uma Thurman somehow he mistook Uma Thurman for her. I don't remember how the fuck it goes. That sounds awful. Uh, I mean, it had Uma Thurman and Janine Garofalo in it, which in the 90s was kind of peak hotness for me. I don't don't remember much of the 90s. Tell us about the movie, Chris. Real fucking high (laughs) on drugs. Real fucking high. (laughs) Yeah. You know all that music you like? You gotta burn (laughs) all your records. Real fucking high on drugs. (laughs) I'm glad that we could just make a Tool reference every episode these days. Tool used to be good. They had a song called Jerk Off. And Stink Fist. <laughs> stink Fist. <laughs> I'll jerk you off right in your Stink Fist. Now tell us about the movie, Chris. And then, uh, yeah, so, but then uh, when... Tell us about the movie, Troy. So daughter is facing down dad in the in the hospital and he's like, I just need to find out where your brother is. And then the uh, Grim Cuddy shows up in the room with the brother. And so the brother starts screaming and the do- and awesome sauce realizes that she needs to draw her dad's worry to her instead so that the Grim Cuddy will come after her instead of the brother. And uh, somehow she and so the, him and, with the scissors. Yeah, she takes him with the scissors because he's trying to stab her with the sedative. Yeah, and they run syringe. out of the loading dock. Yeah, out of the parking lot, and then the grim, he, she's like, he, and she's like, you know what? Yeah, like the Grim Cutty Challenge and maybe do things like just kind of like feeds into his uh, his worry for her. So the Grim Cutty shows up, grabs her, and lifts her up into the air like he did to the little kid. And then the dad sees 
his daughter floating in midair and is like, huh, maybe she's not trying to kill herself. This seems like a good time for intravenous sedatives. Yep. Well, intramuscular sedatives in this case. Uh, fair enough. Because he drops down to one knee and then jabs himself in the leg with it while the the hospital security show up because they're like, why are you guys fighting in our parking lot? Yeah. We, we put up a lot of shit so far tonight with you people. But this yeah. is really kind of crossing a line here. Yep. And then he passes out and the Grim Cuddy disappears and she falls like fucking 15 feet to the ground and doesn't break anything. She's fine. Yeah. yeah. And then she uh, makes a ASMR video. Could you could you demonstrate that for Absolutely us, Chris? Fucking lutely not. <laughs> she licks more balloons about how she didn't kill her dad. <laughs> and yeah, she's basically answering grim cutty questions in ASMR. I don't know you people are fucking animals. And uh, she answers questions about the grim cutty. Did did you kill your dad? No, my dad's fucking fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. What about the Grim Cuddy? I don't know. Like, trust your kids, I guess, or something? Yeah. Trust your kids. That's great. <laughs> I apologize to Christian for all this. <laughs> oh, God, he's gonna eat this. Chris doesn't care for this. Yeah. Oh, bro. Oh, that... <laughs> That's fucking horrid. Oh, man. I just remember flipping through Twitch one time. There's some lady just, like, she had a microphone shaped like ears, and she was just, like, slobbing all over these ears. I was like, this is the grossest sounding thing. Blech. It gives other men erections. Not me, apparently. It gives you the flash erections. <laughs> it doesn't give me, like, the like the violent rejection that Chris's get Chris gets, but like I don't know, that was super I'm like Chris becomes violently flaccid when he hears ASMR <laughs> videos. All of his bones just dissolve. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> I'm just a slop pile <laughs> full of anger. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah. So she and, and then the movie ends. Yeah, then the group cutty's over. End So horse, Lanta. Me. I'm a horse. What do you think about <laughs> Grim Cutty? I would say this movie was aggressively meh. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't like the best movie. It's not the worst movie. It's a movie that was made. It was on Hulu. We watched it. Uh, Can't say I'd recommend it. There's nothing really remarkable about it. So lit all the way up, fam? No. No. Barely half lit. Oh. Like a guttering candle. Yeah. Guttering. Christabel. Aloysius. It's uh it's a thing. It's Would you say it's a movie on Hulu? I would say that the biggest problem with this movie is it gets in its own way a lot. There is an interesting idea here. The idea that, you know, the monster 
gains its power from not the kids believing in it, but the parents believing in it, and then mm-hmm. that in turn makes it attack their kids. That's kind of cool. That's an interesting idea. There's yeah, something subvert- there. Yeah, subverting like that parental instinct is always kind of fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's got like the I I dig the Candyman vibe of it. Because that's always been the thing I thought was cool about, like, the original Candyman. Was that it was the believing in it that gave it its power. And if you just didn't believe, it didn't yeah. have power. So it's... So, it, and that's why you like Peter Pan. Because, like, Tinkerbell gets yelled when everybody claps to yeah. show they believe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why I have that Peter Pan chest piece on tattoo what <laughs> yeah he's got just tinkerbell right on his nips yeah i just it, from nip to nip it says clap if you believe in fairies nip if you're lucky <laughs> from nip to tip this goes way down yeah <laughs> it's almost way down way down like upsettingly down like tattoo guy mad as fuck by the time this was over down He's like, you're so flaccid all the time. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like oh, actually, sir, you're starting to get a little wrecked. He's like, just whisper to me. It'll go away. <laughs> yeah, just talk real quiet like and rub that balloon. I promise it'll go down real quick. <laughs> it's, it's like Chris's wife is just like, not tonight, honey. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> it's exactly what it what it needs to be to make it not do that. <laughs> uh, there, first of all, this movie had no right being an hour and forty some odd minutes long. This would have been a fun little thing if it was like 70, 80 minutes. Because like any movie these days. When you count credits and everything, they're like eighty minutes long for a ninety-minute movie. Yeah. the The tension just gets circumvented so often by like, you'll buy into it for a minute, you'll dig what's going on, you're like, oh, okay, the Grim Cuddy is a stupid joke, idiot thing, but I like what it's doing. And then it's like, no, nah, now we're gonna spend fifteen minutes doing absolutely nothing to move anything forward. And then the tension is just evaporated. I think there were some cool ideas here. I think if they would have given it another pass in the writing room, you might have had something a little more interesting. And a meaner editor. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just kind of flabby, I guess. I mean, you could do worse, you could do better. It's a solid meh for me. That's what I said. What do you say, Troy? Uh, I did like that the power of drugs saved the day. I thought that was fun. Like, hey, you know what? Shoot yourself up with drugs and all your problems will go away. Uh, but, yeah, if you trimmed you trimmed out a half hour of this movie, it would I would probably recommend it. However, since they did not trim out a half hour of this movie, I will not recommend it. I'm not going to say, like, avoid it. It's not garbage or anything. It's just, it's it's too long. There's good parts to it, but everything just kind of dies on the vine because it's just so 
so over time. Um, but yeah, I would love to see just like someone just kind of harshly edit this thing down to like 70, 80 minutes. And I think there's probably a good movie in there. It's just too much other stuff. So I also will say skip it the way it is. Um, so what are we watching next week, Chris? Uh, we're watching Blood Vest? Correct. As suggested by Mr. Green. Sorry. As a, as Sorry. a two as a twofer with Hellfest, and then I forgot that we had done Hellfest, but not Bloodfest, and I had just kind of put that down on the already watched pile. So, uh, again, Mr. Green, I apologize. I apparently am a bad keeper of the list today, so we are correcting it. So what if other people want to give us a recommendation that we will maybe ignore? Or Slanta. You can find us on the Princess Slaughter because we're Bookface. You can go to bookfaceslaughterprincesscom dot to find out all kinds of other stuff. Uh, your Alexis will bark at you and make you say Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, <laughs> there's like Stitcher and iTunes and all that mess that no one uses anymore because it's 2022. You can go to Patreon store or discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Thanks to our Patreon folks. Hello, new oh. Patreon folk. Yeah. Yeah. Including, I believe, uh, Lady Sadie. Yes. Bob yes, Black. thank you. Or Bidems, because yes. we yelled at Bidems, so I don't know. He's not the thing. Oh, well, then fuck off. However, Travis. Travis. Hi, Travis. Hey, Travis. <laughs> hit, hit up my DMs. <laughs> Send him your penis. No, not that. Please, God, don't do that. Send him someone else's penis. <laughs> no, no, no penises, yours or otherwise. Please, thank you in advance. But yeah, we're Slaughterhouse Princess and all that shit. You already know everything else. Blah, 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 blah dot com. I recently ordered some stickers from store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Oh, for they're the, going. Uh... No, no, they're going to be stocking stuffers for someone. Nice. Yeah, I don't think they're not going to expect them, and then I'm going to have someone put them in their stocking, and they're going to be like, "Holy shit, what the fuck!" And it'll be great. It will be. Actually, he won't say that because I don't think he curses that much. But so come back next time for Blood Fest. And while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye.